If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so it's always fun to see who calls in and even more fun to see what their questions are and what spirit has to say for an answer. And this is our show before hol- before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is uh, Monday, I guess. So this is Thursday the 10th. And so I hope you have a fun weekend planned with your Valentine. Tim and I do. So I'll give you details on that next week when we chat. But I hope even if you even if money's tight and you don't want to go out, just plan something special to do at home. Just something that makes the day special and lets the people in your life know that you love them. Alrighty, let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Anna Maria Frank. Hi, Anna Maria. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, you are so thanks. welcome. You're so welcome. Anna Maria Frank, it's you sound like a movie star to me. That sounds like a movie star name. Or a saint or something. <laughs> sounds very very uh oh, maybe life. <laughs> uh, yeah, in another you were a saint in another life? Ah all right. You'll have to tell us the details yeah. later. Oh, my gosh. Well, everybody, I was on Anna Maria's show. It's called Happy Whole You recently. And so I asked her to come on so I could introduce her to all of you and have her tell you a little bit about the work that she does. And the show link to the show that I was on is in all my social media. It's on all my social media. I'll ask Julie Ryan. So you can find it easily. Just go to Ask Julie Ryan on 
Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or wherever, and the link is there. So, Anna Maria, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, yes, and thank you for being on the Happy Holy Podcast. It was a great conversation. I had someone, when the podcast dropped, I had immediately a few people that messaged me, and they were so excited that I had you on. Um, Yeah, so I own a company called Happy Whole You. We work on increasing brain function, decreasing body inflammation, and combined high-tech pieces of equipment with old-school Chinese medicine, holistic health modalities. Um, And I'm the formulator of three brain nutraceuticals to help with anxiousness, uh, low mood, and just help prevent aging of the brain. Um, So, yeah, so I work with people in the holistic healing uh, arena, if you will, trying not to use synthetics and and drugs and things like that, but they do have their place, right? (laughs) So do you find that the brain actually can heal? We're not stuck with our brains, especially people that have dementia or Alzheimer's or, or some kind of brain issue. You don't think that that's just a life sentence. We can improve and heal our brains. Yeah, I believe we can mold our brain at any point in our lives, and I believe that the body is can heal itself if you give it the right, essentially, ingredient. Um, but a lot of times in the Western world, we really just focus on the physical aspect of the body, and we don't look at the energetics, um, which is something I work with clients on, and that's really, really important. Because if you go inside every single cell till you can't go anymore, the only thing that's left is energy. So to not address that is, is kind of silly. <laughs> I agree, and there's always an emotional component in place before any kind of disease or illness sets in, 100% of the time. And so that is the most important part of the healing, I find, in the work that I do. Because we can fix body parts all day long, but if the body's leaking energy due to some emotional thing, why bother? Just going to have more problems. Can you give us an idea of, do you have a, a story that you can share of a client with whom you've worked that that you've noticed to change and they've been able to improve their their overall health and their brain health and what happened? Yeah, well, I'll just share my story because that's how I got on this journey to begin with. So ultimately, I struggled with depression since I was uh, younger for no, I mean, you'd look at my life and for no apparent reason um, and think, oh, that person should be happy. And I went the traditional route, spent about 10 minutes with a psychiatrist, got put on three mind-altering medications and quickly learned that they did not suit me. I, you know, had thoughts of, oh, I don't really want to be here on planet Earth anymore. Um, but luckily for me, I was lucky that I had this little spark inside of me that um, I knew I was meant for more, and I needed to heal myself. And there was this voice that was like, you have to create your own happiness. You have to do your own healing. So I set forth on a journey to essentially I had to heal myself naturally because medications did not work for me. And um, so, yeah, so I dove into, you know, different therapies and vitamin therapy um, that some of the therapies that I have here at my center, um, I didn't always have access to those. So now I love that I get to bring those other people because the healing happens faster. Um, But yeah, it was really um, something that I had to, it was a layering effect, right? Like we always look for that one thing 
that's the reductionist approach in the Western world. Um, but the truth of the matter is it's never just one thing. I believe that the true change comes with all the, the little things that we do and we add in and compo- compound that over time. That's going to yield us the greatest results, and that's what I did to heal myself. It is interesting, and it's it's not uncommon for people with depression issues to be put on medications that make it worse. And I and whenever I hear about that, I always <laughs> think, what's up with that? And and how can that be? But I talk to people that have experienced it themselves, and I talk to a lot of parents who've lost children. And other loved ones do to mm. that as well. And they say they, they're they riddled with guilt because they felt like they were doing the right thing. What do you say to people like that who are on medication and it seems to be making it work, but that's all that the doctors will, will tell them about because that's all they know to, tr- that's how they know how to treat. That's how they've learned. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very challenging. And here's the thing, like, you know, the interesting thing, I have one of my products is called Happy You, and it has all the precursors to create serotonin. And I never, I didn't know this before, but for your body to even begin to create serotonin, you need to have some B vitamins and you need to have the amino acid tryptophan, right? And a lot of your serotonin is made in your gut. And we keep looking at, oh, it's in the brain. Well, we don't even, we can't even measure brain chemistry. The brain's the only organ in the body that doctors don't scan or look at, and they prescribe medication. Um, But for those parents out there that, you know, they have lost children um, due to depression and, you know, maybe they put them on medication, maybe they didn't. I mean, I believe we're all doing the best we can with what we know. Um, But I do think when you have to look at one's foundations of health and that, um, you know, that emotional aspect to it, because we can you know, through lineage, pass on different emotional blockages to our children. Um, And the biggest thing I think we all can do when it comes to having a better brain is instead of saying things like, I have to go to work, I have to do this, we need to take that out of our vocabulary and we need to say, I choose to go to work, I choose to do this. So then we have that more like we are more in control and we're choosing our life. Um, And then the other thing is to look at, and I know from someone who suffered from depression, is I would always look at the negative. I always was the victim. I always would look at all the bad things going on. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, my boss is a jerk, blah, blah, blah. And so what I started to do is I started to shift and look for what is there for me. So I started to be like, I choose to go to work every day. I love my job. And I just started to look for all the good positive things around me. And the truth of the matter is, if we look for injustice, it'll be there. If we look for love and compassion, it'll be there. So it's choosing to look for the things that fill you up, that start to kind of rewire that brain to be more of the on the positive side versus the negative and the lacking side. Yeah, and that's the whole concept behind the gratitude journals, isn't it? I think that yeah. that's... I, I remember there was a woman named Sarah Ben Brethnock or something, and I saw her on Oprah probably 30 years ago, and she came <laughs> up with this gratitude journal, which was revolutionary at the time. 
And I do that every night when I get in bed. I use my 10 fingers. The ones on my left hand are always the same. My husband, my son, my daughter-in-law, my kid, you know, my stepkids, my grandkids, all of that. And then family and friends. And then on my right hand, I... uh, touch each finger and my thumb with something that I'm grateful for that happened during the day. And that's how I end my day before I do my mm-hmm. nightly prayers is a gratitude thing. And I and I write it out, too. But I always do that every night when I get in bed. Well, how can people find you and find out more about you? We'll put it in. We'll put your website in the show notes. But please tell everybody that's listening just so they can hear. Yeah, you can go to happyholeyou.com or you can visit me um, or link up on at happyholeyou on Instagram and that's H-A-P-P-Y whole W-H-O-L-E and Y-O-U um, on, on social media. Terrific. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, everybody, it'll be in the show notes. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Amanda next. So we'll see what Amanda's question is. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. Our next caller is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, my girl? Uh, I've had better weeks, but I'm doing okay. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in New York City. Okay. Well, terrific. you have a question for me? Yeah. So, unfortunately, my family lost our matriarch um, at the beginning of the week. She had lived a really, really long, beautiful life, but unfortunately, um, the majority of our family actually weren't able to get to her before she passed. Only one of us was. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if um, she is sending any kind of information or messages or anything like that that we can latch onto during our, our time of need. Sure. Tell me, what did you call her, Amanda? What did you call your grandmother? She, she was grandma to me. Uh, she went by Tina to a lot of people and Nana to her great-grandkids. Okay. Well, that's tricky. That's smart. Nana to the great grands <laughs> and grandma. That's smart. How about that? Usually it's the same right. name, but I love that. Exactly. I love that. All right. She's she's right next to you, Amanda. The, the way that this works is every spirit, whether they're attached to a body or not, has a frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. So in order to get in touch with her, all you have to do is think of her. Because our heads are big satellite dishes, and they receive and they transmit frequencies. So you just think of your grandma, and she immediately comes in. Furthermore, as you go further away from her passing, you may be doing something random like folding laundry or riding the subway or something like that, and all of a sudden she comes into your mind. That's her letting you know she's around you. To talk with her, okay. all you need to do is just say something to her, either in your head or aloud, and she's going to answer you instantly, and it's going to come in like it's a thought in your head. And at first, you're going to think, oh, okay. that's my imagination. That's just my thought. 
how you know it's her is it's going to come in as fast as you can snap your fingers or before. Sometimes you'll get an answer from her before the question's even thought out all the way. And if you're looking for advice, you want to be really specific because spirits are really literal. They're always going to give us a correct right. answer. And how applicable it's going to be is going to be predicated on how you ask the question. So do you have a couple of questions for her that we can no. ask her that will give you yeah, some comfort absolutely. perhaps? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think uh, one of the big things for us was towards the end, I know that she was extremely scared. And I just want to check in and make sure. Sorry. That's okay. But in the end, she wasn't. She could see. So, yeah, I guess, like, yeah. She could see her family members, her deceased family members around her. Her parents were there. Her grandparents were there. Lots of loved ones. Lots of the spirits of deceased pets. So can you see, Grandma, could you see the angels? She said she could out of the corner of her eye, but she was more focused on her parents because she hadn't seen them in so long. (laughs) Their spirits. So she said as she got closer and closer to passing that it got less scary the thing that scared her was she didn't know what was going to happen where she was going to go when she passed and I think that happens so much Amanda my my parish priest I laugh I love this he says people are afraid to die because they don't know if they're going to fly or they're going to (laughs) fry and and it's (laughs) and I think especially how old was your grandmother she was 92 Oh, yeah. So, you know, she was brought up with all of that, big time, most yeah. likely. Yeah, she was and a Catholic, so yeah, she was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're but really yeah, good I at guess, that. Um, for, for me, too, I know towards the end, she was feeling very lonely because of COVID and being stuck in a nursing home and, you know, not seeing the family as consistently as she used to before COVID hit. And... um I also wanted to check in to make sure she she knew how much she was loved. Oh, yeah. She does. Absolutely. So she's, when you were little, was your favorite, this is going to sound so random. She's talking about pink. Whenever you see something pink, she wants you to think of her. Was that your favorite color when you okay. were little and growing up? Was that her favorite color? What's with the pink? It was her favorite color. Okay. There you go. So she's saying that she has some clothing, and she's talking about scarves. Did she have a pink scarf that you know about? Oh, I have no idea. I would have to ask my mom. She's actually going through her stuff as we speak. Okay. She's saying she has a pink scarf. She wants you to have it. She wants the, She wants you, okay. whenever you see pink, especially clothing. Did she wear pink clothes? She's saying especially clothing, she wants yeah, you to think did. of her. So, you know, picture her in something pink. So she was pretty in pink. And she's she's cute. She's saying, and that color looks really good on you, too, if you want to wear it. (laughs) That sounds like grandma. (laughs) Yeah. That color looks really good on you. So she, in particular, has a pink scarf or a scarf with pink in it that she wants you to have. See if you can get your mom to score that for you. Are there a lot of grandkids okay. and a lot, did she have a lot of children? Um, there were four kids. We had seven grandchildren and I think 10 
great grandchildren. We've gotten a, cute, a few extras this last year, so. Okay. Are you guys having a funeral mass for her? No, not at the moment. Okay. When you do, well, though. when you do, she wants to be sure that the Pontus Angelicus is played. That's a an old-fashioned okay. Latin hymn. The pon- just just tell the church Grandma wanted Pontus played, and that she's okay. saying that was her favorite church song. She's calling it that was her favorite church song. And she's saying, if you want to throw no, in some I'm... pink roses, pink roses would be good, too. She's back to the pink. You sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that gives you some comfort. Thanks. Share my book with your family, and uh, hopefully that'll give them some comfort, too. And big hugs. Hang in there. Thanks so much for calling. Condolences to your family. Thank you. Stay with us, everybody. So We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Brandy's going to be our next caller, so it'll be fun to see what she has to ask. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back, everybody. Our next caller is Brandy. Hi, Miss Brandy. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Um, so I'm in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Terrific. Well, you have a question for I me? Have. I do. Um, so it's a, a health-related question. I, um, I've been suffering some health issues, um, and I, I'm not, just unsure if surgery is going to be the, the best option for me. Okay, can you give us a little bit of an idea what your symptoms are and what what kind of surgery is planned? Um, yeah, so it would it the diagnosis was thyroid cancer, um, and okay. so it would be removing my thyroid. Yeah. Okay, and then what are they talking about after that? Any treatment after the uh, surgery? So they, they they don't know until they get inside, basically, is what they're telling me. It could be radiation, it could be medica- lifelong medication, or I could just be okay with it taken out. Okay. They're not and quite then you'd... sure. They have to get inside. It's bread, yeah. Okay. Yeah, get clean margins on it. All right. Well, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll get you on my radar, and we'll see what's going on mm-hmm. and, and uh, see what kind of healing spirit wants to do. How this works, Brandy and everybody, especially if you're a first-time caller, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook in with Brandy in Denver. And then I'm going to have a hologram of her in my mind's eye. It's like I got a big screen TV in my head. And then three mm-hmm. three things are normally going to happen, Brandy, when I get you for a whole hour. But just mm-hmm. for time's sake, something will be identified. And then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will begin. Okay. And uh, and I describe it in detail. Sometimes my descriptions are really hilarious, but that's honest to God how mm-hmm. the visions come in to me. 
And and the reason why I'm so descriptive is because if you can envision or at least get a sense of what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. So here we go. Comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Denver. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. I'm looking at the hologram that's you from behind, Brandy. So I'm looking at your thyroid. It looks Mm -hmm. to me like the malignant part of it is on the left side, primarily, of your thyroid. And uh, so imagine we're turning your thyroid into jello. It's like a jello mold in a thyroid Mm -hmm. shape. And we're going to cut out, we're going to scoop out that malignant part of your thyroid. And then I'm going to use stem cell energy to regenerate it. So that's what's happening right now. Stem cell energy is the coolest stuff, Brandy, because it looks like a light amber colored gel and has sparkles in it because it's Mm woo-woo. Got to have sparkles. And it has a watery consistency to it. It reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel, this this hair gel that was used in the 60s and 70s when I was a kid growing up. And so there's a vortex that's spinning above it, and that centrifugal force creates new tissue. It creates whatever we need. If we need a new organ or a new, like a thyroid or a new, uh, you know, Mm. body part or whatever, it's amazing. And oftentimes they'll show up on scans. So we're going to go ahead and do this healing on you. That's what's happening. And at the same time, while that's happening, there's a DNA healing that's begun Mm -hmm. and there's an X chromosome, you know, girls have two X's, boys have an X and a Y. Strands of DNA look like mm-hmm. pieces of paper you'd find inside a fortune cookie to me. And they have letters on them, lots of letters. And they're a combination of A, T, C, and G. And those are letters that are representative of nucleic acids. So I'm watching those letters get rearranged. And those strands of DNA are being resequenced back to a normal recipe that are going to tell the cells how to behave. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it does. Yeah. And then when those strands are reconfigured, I watch them snap back into the chromosome and then the chromosome goes back into the body. So two have been reconfigured. I've got three more to go. All right. Four went back in. All right, three's gone back in. All right, the other two just went back in. All right, so hopefully that will help. We can ask Spirit, is it in Brandy's best interest to have surgery to help her heal from thyroid cancer? And getting a yes. How you can tell Spirit's guidance, like what I was telling Amanda earlier, our our first caller, is, Mm -hmm. is it's the... Answer that comes into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers. So is it in Brandy's best interest? I always like to phrase it with, um, preface it with, is it in my best interest? Is it in Brandy's best interest? Because that takes into account all variables, Brandy. So is it in Mm -hmm. Brandy's best interest to have surgery? When are you scheduled? Um, March 24th. Okay. Are you hesitating about getting it done? What's your what's your feeling about it? Yeah. Um yeah, just hesitant to get it done. Um and just wondering because I, I 
didn't get much information, like, as far as what happens after it's out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just well, a little bit worried if it has spread. Yeah, I think that's a question for your surgeon and for your doctor. And certainly okay. I would call their offices and say, hey, you know, I'd like some more information mm-hmm. on this. I'm scheduled for surgery and uh, and I'd mm-hmm. like a consult on that. And that's fair. You yeah. Know, they'll set it up for you. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to alleviate your fear when you go in mm-hmm. for the procedure. Okay. So, yeah, I hope that helps. Let us know okay. what happens, and and uh, I'm sure you'll okay. do just great because it's already happened on the energetic level, yeah. so it'll be a breeze yeah. on the physical <laughs> level. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, Brandy. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, let's go to Brigitte next. Hi, Brigitte. Hi, Brigitte. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Brigitte. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Talk to you again. Thank you. You too. Please tell everybody where you're located. I am in um, San Jose, California. All right. Got a question for me? Say that again. I'm sorry. Thank you. um, I called you last week regarding my son, but I wanted to talk to you about my nephew today. So okay. My nephew is is having health issues. Has been for several years. He's actually in Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. um, but they're having a they're having real trouble finding out what's going on. They think it's something to do with they may have to remove his spleen because his blood counts keep dropping significantly. So as a result, he's 19 years old, and he, he's not able to do a lot of things normal 19-year-olds can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you could help me maybe understand maybe a little bit more of what's going on. What's his name, Virgin? His name is Ro- Ronan. Ronan. Ronan Duffy. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Ronan, and I'll ask his permission if I can scan him, if he says yes, I okay. will. If he says no, I won't. But we can still talk to a spirit and get some information. Okay. So here we go. Here comes my laser Great. beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in San Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? You know, I just break out in song every now and again. You just never know what's going to happen on this show. Oh, my my grandsons, when they were little, they used to call that the whoa, whoa, whoa song because you know how the... The chorus goes, whoa, 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 whoa. So they, first time they heard that, they all just burst out laughing. They thought that was hilarious. So they call that the whoa, whoa song. <laughs> all right. Got I you. Going over, ricocheting back over to Ireland. Okay, Ronan, I'm talking to Brigine. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? He's saying yes. So that's good. All right. So I'm shooting energy through right. him. He is full of toxins. Full, 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 full. Full. Like he's, what does he do for a living? Where does he live? I mean, what's he been exposed to? He lives in Northern Ireland. I just had this conversation earlier today. I just discovered my best friend dropped right. My best friend passed away last night. Um, Mm. Apparently there's one in two people have cancer there these days. Wow. Yeah, he's his energy. His energy field, Brigine, looks like uh, 
like a watery beef broth. It's that brown. And I mean, normally when I get somebody on my radar and their energy field is clear, his is just like a wreck. So what I'm doing is I'm as I'm um, detoxing him by getting that out of his system, and then I'm doing a heavy metal detox. So imagine two big U-shaped magnets that are joined in the middle, and they're going Mm -hmm. up and down his body. And then they turn a quarter of a turn, go up and down his body, do the detox, um, turn another quarter of a turn, another quarter of a turn. All right. Is it in his best interest to have his spleen removed? At this moment in time, I'm getting a yes. So he's been exposed to some really toxic stuff, either where he lives or where he works. So I hope that helps. And um, keep us posted on how he's doing, and we'll, we'll remember him in our prayers. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk to Miss Heather and see what she has to say. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones again. And our next caller is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi. How are you, girl? Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Terrific. Where are you located? Being through. Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Terrific. I lived in L.A. for a long time, and that's how I learned how to pronounce Oregon. Because growing up in Ohio, I, I was taught it's Oregon. Do you still have people that say Oregon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oregon. Isn't that funny? Oh, where do you live? I live in Oregon. Yeah, no, it's Oregon. Anyways, I digress. You got a question for me? Yes. Um, I have a grandfather that was diagnosed with dementia about a year, a little over a year ago. And it, it's uh, progressed really quickly. And I was put in a situation to have to file for a conservator for him. And um, a, what do you call it? My my mind went blank. (laughs) Um, Someone to take care of him, pretty Uh much. And he's had that for for a while now. And now, and he was able to stay home for a while and have a caretaker come in. And now he's in a care facility. And... Mm -hmm. He's just continued to go downhill, mm-hmm. and now he's on hospice, and it's kind of been up and down um, with his health, and I think he's comfortable and everything, and i just kind of wondering just how he's doing. He doesn't talk a whole lot. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he sleeps a lot, and I'm far away from him, so I don't get to see, I don't get to go and see him like I would like to. Okay. What do you call him, Heather? Anything. What do you call your granddad? Lee. Grandpa Lee. You, Grandpa Lee. Okay. All right. I'm going to connect from you to him, and uh, and then we'll see is. what's going on. With him, we can talk is. to him. What's that? Okay. You need to know Are where he, he is. Yeah, where he does he live? Salem, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. In Salem. I, 
the energy is just going to go from you to him and it goes directionally. It's so funny. It's like I got a big map of the world in my head. And if it's somebody that's in the U.S., I'll watch it go across states and stuff, you know, like you're trekking a plane that's flying. And if it's if I'm going abroad, I'll watch it cross oceans and it's wild. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Oregon. And all right, got you going down to your granddad, Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe is in phase seven of 12, Heather. Lee. Grandpa Lee. I'm sorry, Grandpa Lee. He's in phase seven. Lee? Yeah. Okay. He, he's in phase seven. Do you know what the 12 phases of transition are? Yes, and I've actually, I've, I've listened to your book on audio, and it was wonderful. Oh, great. Good, good. For those of you that are listening that don't know what I'm talking about, the 12 phases of transition are a configuration of stages that encompass deceased loved ones, spirits, the spirits of deceased pets, and lots of angels. And they're a different configuration that transpires as somebody's approaching death. And Heather, if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, to the 12 Phases page, there's a button there that you can download the chart of all of the phases all on one chart and save it on your phone. And then you can just ask, what phase is Grandpa Lee in? And you'll get a number in your head, and then you can refer to the chart. And if he's progressing through the different phases fairly quickly, you'll know that it's time to bring the family in to say goodbye. And I find that... It's just you that's far away? Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. um, His granddaughter, and he doesn't have a relationship with his daughter, and neither do I. He doesn't have a relationship with his brother so okay it's me that i've had to make all these difficult decisions and it's been a very emotional roller coaster (laughs) yeah i know it's so hard so know that he's surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones you can ask the question you can tell what phase he's in you can let's ask him the three questions i always ask grandpa lee are you ready to go yes are you in pain he's saying at times he is his legs hurt he said his legs hurt, especially his left leg. He's saying his leg hurts. So you may want to talk to his caregivers about that. And okay. what do you need? He's saying just to go. Just to go. He's ready to go. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah. So you want me to see him? Does he want me to come see him? He said yes, but it's not necessary. I kind of figured um, I had to go down there to take care of some stuff of his, and uh, I was going to stop, but I have two young children, and they were very upset, and so I didn't get a chance to stop and see him, and I think he wouldn't want me to stop anyways. He's saying if you want to come see him, come see him by Monday. So maybe you can go down over the weekend. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Good to know. So is Uh, it in Heather's best interest... It's more for you than for him, is what I'm getting. Yeah. Because I, I got it's in your best interest to go ahead and go. Okay. But but go before Monday. So it may be that he's going to be more, is is he coherent at all? Does he know you when you go to see him? Does he seem to know you? 
he's in and he's he's in and out, and I've I've FaceTimed with his ex-wife that's been a godsend, just angel that has gone and visited him and has helped me out through this whole process um, with him, and she's they're still good friends, and so she FaceTimed with him, and and he has, you know, she asked him, you know, do you you know who Heather is? Do you remember Heather and her? Her husband and your grand, your great grandchildren, and he says yes, but he doesn't say anything else besides that. And I've tried to talk to him over the phone, and he's no response. Well, you know, at the end, they don't say a lot yeah. because it just takes so much effort for them, and and his yeah. body's winding down. But what I'm getting is that it's going to be in your best interest to go. You're going to feel better if you go see him before he passes, way more than for him. Because remember, when he's in spirit form, he can be around you any time, any place. He's going to see way more of you when he's in spirit form, when he goes back to non-physical than he is in physical. So it's a it, they love that because they'll be around. The other thing is your kids. How little are your kids? Uh, three and ten months. Okay, they're going to be able to see him. So, my children's books are great to start the conversation. Angel messages for dogs, for cats, and for kids. So, good luck with that. Go see your granddad. Thanks for calling, Heather. Thank Stay you. with us, everybody. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we'll get more callers on and get their questions answered. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. The information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa. So just say, hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan show, and you will hear it. All righty. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review for the show at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. And that enters you into a drawing and you may win a free session with me valued at a couple hundred bucks. And I issue a, a winner each Thursday, each first Thursday of the month. 
So if you leave a review, you may win a free session. Then we can talk about whatever you want, which is a blast. Any and all that we can cover in an hour. Call-in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan, so's YouTube. And we'll always post a reminder the day of the show just to give you a quick access to the numbers. While you're on my website, sign up for my newsletter, and it's a, a weekly note of a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and in the body of the email is what? The call-in numbers. So we're making it easy for you. Schedule an appointment with me, AskJulieRyan.com. I'm scheduled out a couple of months. Get on my calendar. On your confirmation email, you're going to get a link that says reschedule down at the bottom. Click on that periodically, and it will show you the dates and times that become available sooner. People reschedule multiple times each week, and you can usually get in within a day or two. So we always talk when we're supposed to, but sometimes if you want to talk sooner, you can you can uh, get an appointment sooner. Just check that reschedule button on there. And what else? My class, I've got six spots left for the year for the uh, Angelic Attendant training. My new class, Angels and Enlightenment training, hopefully will be ready to roll by the end of the month. And I'm really excited about that. That's going to be an online self-paced class that you can do on your own. And it's about the 12 phases of transition that everybody's going to need because we're all going to have people who are going to die. And we're going to die eventually. And, uh, and also how to communicate with spirit. And the most exciting part about that is we're going to have practice sessions each week, multiple days a week, that you can participate in to help hone your skills. And they're going to be facilitated by my angelic attendant training, my big class, the graduates from that, who are all really good at this woo-woo stuff because they've been trained by me. So keep your keep your eyes uh watching for that and we'll post that here soon but if you want to do the big class and you want to learn how to do everything angelic attendant training i've only got six spots left for the year and it's for uh, october of 2022 okay here's the question that was submitted this week and it comes from vera and vera lives in the czech republic and she asked hi julie i've been in the process of conceiving for six and a half years now and have never been pregnant I'm depleted mentally, energetically, and financially, too. I will be 42 in less than two weeks and feel like I'm running out of hope and options. Would you be able to do a scan and possibly some healing on me, please? I'd always had normal periods, but then around the age of 27, they gradually became very light and extremely painful, and have been like this since then. I've never found out why. At 37, I was told I had low AMH, and only about a year ago, I was told through an ultrasound I had suspected endometriosis, including small endometriomas on my ovaries, something that was never seen before. I'm awaiting an MRI, and I did IVF at the age of 38, and it didn't work. My partner has four children with his ex-wife. The youngest is 12 years old, and his basic semen tests were fine. Are you able to tell where the problem could be and why life is keeping me away from having my children? And can anything be done, be done to improve my light and painful periods? Thank you very much for your time. Best wishes, Vera. And here's my response. Hi, Vera. 
since I work with a lot of future moms trying to conceive, I often hear of the heartache and frustration that goes with wanting to have a baby. First and foremost, please know, when energetically scanning you, I see, that's in my mind's eye, two baby spirits attached to your energy field. They look like little orbs and are above your right shoulder. One baby spirit is fairly close and the other is a distance away. That means they're not twins. Baby spirits attach to the mother's energy field before they're conceived. Sometimes they're attached years before they incarnate. And they look like little orbs. I know you've all seen orbs in a photograph. It reminds me of the orb that Glenda the Good Witch flies into Munchkin Land inside of, you know, in the Wizard of Oz. And um, so that's what they look like. And that's what baby spirits look like. If you ever see an orb in a photograph, that is a spirit. And sometimes if you blow it up on your computer screen, you can see a face in there, which is really wild. People send me pictures all the time and they say, who is this in this, in this picture? And I'll say, oh, it's Uncle Harvey or, or whoever. Uh, I went on to say, it's important to remember these spirits can be babies you birth, adopt, use a surrogate to birth, etc. There are several ways to become a mother. Next, I energetically scanned you and did see endometriosis. Endo looks like fake spiderweb material used to decorate at Halloween. It was energetically removed. Next, I did a DNA healing on you to help your body start producing endometrial tissue. The extra, you know, for endometriosis. Not the lining of the uterus, but the when it, when, when it goes kind of haywire. And you get that. And it really looks like that fake spiderweb stuff that you get in a bag at Halloween and you can stretch it out and put it in a window or you can put it on a um, like a bush or a plant or something to make it look scary for Halloween. Your ovaries have viable eggs. They look like blonde caviar. Your fallopian tubes are open and your uterine lining is fine. Please consider avoiding sugar and refined foods. They're known to exacerbate endometriosis. I believe changing your diet will also help eliminate your painful periods. Lastly, consider getting The Better Baby Book by Lana Asprey, MD, and Dave Asprey. The information you'll learn by reading it will be a great help to you. Best wishes with your baby adventure. So Vera from the Czech Republic, good luck in having your baby. You've got a couple of them on the way, so we'll see what happens. But I'm seeing those baby spirits. And I talked to a gal this afternoon, a client who with whom I had spoken a couple of months ago, saw a baby spirit in her energy field. She's been trying for years and years and years. And she, as of this afternoon, when I talked to her, she's pregnant. She's about seven weeks pregnant. So uh, that was fun to get to talk to her. And she got in soon because she checked the reschedule button. She got in the next day. It really happens, I promise. So good luck, Vera, with all of that. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you? Oh, I wish I could say better. What's going but on? Where are Where are you? First of all, where are you? Massachusetts. Okay, in, right on the coast. All right. What's going on that you're not very good? Um. Well, I have been sick for a long time, and we figured out 
some of it was from mold, mm-hmm. and I've been breeding for years, and things just seem to be getting worse, like vertigo. I can't really, I can't go anywhere. Um, you know, I've tested my house. My house was fine, and I just need to know why I'm not making progress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes the tests are inconclusive. And you have mold even though it doesn't show up on the tests. It's kind of like when you get a blood test and the doctor says, oh, you're fine and you still feel like crap. You know, you've still got symptoms. That sounds like that's what's going on with you. So there's a company, and I don't have any affiliation with them, but I've looked at their website and, uh, and I follow them on social media. It's called Mold Finders, Jamie. You may want to look them up, Mold Finders. I've I've done that. I've done Ermes. There's I've had my my brother who's a plumber check everything. I have mm-hmm. moisture meters, so I know it's not the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know physically. Like I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. to get rid of the mold in my body, and I think it's just wreaked havoc and inflammation. I just yeah. need to get a yeah. on it. My son's getting married, and I want to go to his wedding. Yeah, so. absolutely. So the vertigo. Have you tried the Epley maneuver, where where they'll man, they'll maneuver your head to try and get the crystals back in place in your inner ear? Have you looked into that? Yep. Yep. Okay. And I have, have a chiropractor who comes to the house and and does it. But I mean that part I haven't spun in a while. Mm-hmm. It's more like the head pressure. Mm-hmm. and inflammation that I yeah. just can't get a handle on. All right. Let me get you on my radar and see what's going on. I'm getting to do the Epley Maneuver, so I'm going to do that. For those of you that don't know what Jamie and I are talking about, is there's these little crystals inside the ear. Jamie, jump in here with this explanation. And they get out of whack. And so the... the um, Therapist will move your head around and get those crystals back in place, and it helps with vertigo. And vertigo is when you feel dizzy, even when you're sitting there. Jamie, I'm going to hold you over on the break, and I'll work on you during the break, and then I'll come back and give you what my report is. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll I'll update you and Jamie in just a minute. everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Jamie. Jamie, I zapped on you, did a healing on you during the break. I'm still seeing a bunch of mold in your system. I did do the Epley maneuver to get those crystals back in your ears, an energetic one. And um, I was trying to figure out where the mold is. Do you have a garage attached to your house? Um, we do, and we had that cleaned out in the summertime. Now, I don't know if that exasperated my symptoms or not, but yeah. Perhaps. I get uh, something to do with the garage. I get, has your car had a leak in it? Or, I mean, I know you've had a lot of snow up there, but I get that there's mold in your car, and I get that there's mold in your house. I got car, garage, house. So, mm-hmm. if 
if you schedule a a time for us to have an hour together, we can really do a deep dive, not only on you, but also on your house. And we can look to see where the mold is, where exactly it is. Because I can I can scan a house and it's like, okay, we're walking in the front door, the room on the left, there's mold underneath the windows on the left, on the front of the house. I mean, I can get that specific. I do it all the time for people that are buying houses at all. I'll give them a list of things for the inspector to check, and it it really kind of freaks out the inspector sometimes because they'll say, how do you know there's mold or wood rot in the upper left eave of the third floor, you know, next to the shutter? Well, it's because I can see it energetically. So schedule an appointment with me, and, and we can do a deep dive on that and hopefully get you some help. I hope, I hope this healing oh, during the break makes you feel better. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. Hang in there. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. I got a, an email from Amanda, our first caller, whose grandmother had just died earlier in the week, who grandma was talking about pink. And it's funny because I'm wearing pink tonight. So what's up with the pink? I'm wearing pink because it's Valentine's Day. But she uh, sent me an email, and I was reading it uh, after I was working excuse me, on Jamie over the break. And Amanda's email says, thank you so much, Julie, for having me having me on. I just spoke with my mom and sitting in front of her in the box she was going to donate was one scarf with pink. So it was a scarf that had pink in it. Remember, Grandma's spirit told us, okay, there's a pink scarf. And, and then I got, may not be solid pink, but it's a scarf that's got pink in it. And then she ended it with, I needed this today. So that's how talking with spirit can be so helpful and so comforting. And everybody can do it. We all come in with the ability. All you have to do is just say something, either aloud or in your head. And it's the first thing that pops into your head. And the more you do it, the more validation you're going to get for the answers that you receive. And the more validation you get, the more you're going to trust it. And then it just becomes second nature. And you can talk to anybody you want. It doesn't have to be somebody who's dead. You can talk to a spirit that's still attached to a body, number one. You can talk to animals this way, deceased or alive. And you can talk to babies that are alive that aren't verbal yet, you know, that can't speak a language yet. And then you can communicate with any spirit. It doesn't have to be a spirit that you know. If you want to talk to Moses or Mother Teresa or whomever, you just think of them and it tunes your satellite dish head to their frequency you just say something to them, and they're going to answer you within a second. So give it a try. It's a blast. It's so much fun. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Jan. Hi, Jan. Hi, Julie. How are I'm you, girl? I'm excited to get there. I'm good, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Where are you located? I am calling from Tampa, Florida. Tampa. Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me? I do. So, uh, three years ago, unfortunately, you know, I lost my mother very unexpectedly. Um, she was healthy as ever could be. You know, she was the life of the party and kept us all together. And uh, it was very sudden, so we never got a chance to say our goodbyes. And as you can imagine, it's been 
an emotional journey for me, my sister, and my dad. And I was hoping that you could connect with her and see if there's any kind of validation, any, you know, any message of comfort, or if she has anything for me or sister or dad, that would be grateful. Okay. All right. So do you have a question in particular, just for time's sake, Jan, for your mom? She's standing right next to you to your right. As soon as we mention them, they immediately come in. So she's standing right to your right. A question for her? No, nothing in particular. I I just want to make sure that she's okay. Oh, yeah. She's in heaven. And I get that question all the time, Jan. People say, is my mom okay? Or is my dad okay? Or my whoever their loved one is? I'm like, they're in heaven. It doesn't get any better than where they are. Yeah, it's fabulous. So do you have anything that you want Jan to know? Okay. She's talking about the evergreens in front of the house. Do you have evergreens in front of your house? Or in front of her house? Or in front of whose house? You know, I'm not sure. Do you have evergreen bushes in front of your house in Florida? Yeah. Yeah, we do. You do? Okay. Yeah. She's She's talking about the evergreen in front of your house is going to either has or is going to have a bird's nest in it. So be careful when you or the gardeners are trimming it because there's a bird's nest. So tomorrow morning, go out and look in that evergreens and see if there's a bird's nest in there. Oh, wow. Was was she a bird fan? No, she was just in general, you know, a nature-loving person. Yeah, did she like to watch the birds or feed birds? No, I I can't recall that in particular. Um, right. But you know, she she liked watering plants and flowers, and you know, so yeah. she liked that kind of stuff. Now, I did want to ask. It's uh, particularly, like I said, you know, difficult for my dad. Obviously, you know, after so many years being together, if she has anything for dad in particular, I was wondering. She's she's all wound up about this. When you're trimming the evergreens, be careful with the bird's nest. So maybe, it, does wow. your dad live with you in Florida? He does. Okay, well, maybe it's his house. So check out the evergreens before you trim them. And uh, I bet you're going to find a bird's nest in there. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll get more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back. Let's go to the phones again. And our next caller, Susie. Hi, Susie. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing very good. I got my sisters, Chrissy and JJ, logged in. We're coming from uh, Delray. Oh, terrific. Great. Is that where you are? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do. Uh, We recently lost my grandfather just a few days ago, actually. And I really want to know if we're, if I'm doing everything right with his affairs like he wanted and with his dog, uh, Sassy, if if we're doing what he wants uh, with her. And if he's with my grandma and he breathes and walks, is he okay? 
He's great. He's standing next to you. They always show up. They're always on your right. He's great. The dog's with him. Grandma's with him. He wants you to... Uh, did he have a will, Susie, that you're that you're following? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I have, no. Okay. Did he tell you what he wanted to happen with his estate? He did. Yes, okay. He did. So... So he's saying as long as you're following what you discussed, then that's good. But that's why I asked if it's a will, because sometimes you discuss what's in the will. Uh, he's saying that he wants you to do what works best for you and makes it the easiest on you. They don't really care, honestly, when they get to heaven. That's all human stuff. People will often ask, well, is my granddad or my dad or whomever... Are they happy with how I've, you know, done their estate? They, they don't really care. They care when they're alive, but he, spirits just pure love. They don't care. None of that stuff means anything to them. They just want you to be happy. They just send love. That's all they do. So are things running smoothly for you? I'm sorry for your loss, first of all. But are things running smoothly for you and getting things settled? It's a lot of work, isn't it? It is a lot of work, and, you know, we're mm -hmm. figuring it all out together, and we just miss him a lot. Yeah. It was sudden. You know, he, he suffered a lot, so we just want to make sure he's he's happy and he's and he's, and he's doing good and walking and breathing and, you know, with my grandma and everyone. He is. He's talking about trains. Did he have trains? Did he have model trains? Did he like trains? Did he have books about trains? What What's with the trains? We're going through his stuff right now. I, I don't, I mean, I, we haven't gotten through everything, but um, I'll okay. definitely have eyes open for it. He's talking about that he's got trains and that, and that when you find them that they could be valuable. So look, on, he's saying look on eBay. How funny is that? I'll hear that from Spirit. I mean, they'll give us specifics of, yeah, look on eBay and see how much this model train is worth. There's something to do with trains that you're going to find in his stuff, and he doesn't want you just to give it away because he thinks it could be valuable. And some to some collectors, it is. So keep that in mind. Okay. Maybe planes or something to do with an airport, or is it trains? Is it well? Good question. I heard trains. Is it trains that you're talking about? No, I think you're right. I think it's planes. Sounded like trains, trains, planes. Is it? Did he have model airplanes? I know he worked for the airport. He retired from there. He he's he's talking about both now, planes and trains. So you know how the airlines used to have those model toy toy airplanes yeah he's saying he's saying those can be valuable and also he's talking about trains again trains and planes and they sound a lot alike so good luck but he's saying before you give stuff away if you think that it may have some value check it out before you donate it Perfect. I will do that. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling. Okay, Susie. Bye-bye. Let's go to Mariana next. Hi, Mariana. Hi, Julie. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? 
good. Well, I think good. That's the reason good. I'm calling. Please, um, tell everybody where you're located first, please. In Orange, California. Okay. I know Orange. I used to call on Children's Hospital of Orange County and all of those down there. I know where that is. So, yeah. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I had a, my routine mammogram like last week and then last yesterday I had a call stating that they saw something abnormal. Uh-huh. Um, I have a follow-up appointment. So I'm wondering, could you scan me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The problem? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've got you on my radar already while you were talking. Energy went to your left breast, Mariana, and um, the energy went to the left side of your left breast is what I saw. Do you wear an underwire bra? I do. Okay. Stop it (laughs) because they can cause cysts because the wire can push against the breast tissue and the body forms these little cysts that a lot of times show up on mammograms and it's a, you know, gets everybody all wound up and it's just a little cyst. So um, that's what I'm seeing. That's where the energy went first. Kind of where the wire comes up, you know, on the side over next to your arm. So there's engineering uh, in the lingerie world now that you can you can support the girls without having to use wires. I think the <laughs> wires were put in there by guys, don't you think? Whoever invented pantyhose? Who invented pantyhose? I mean, really? Some guy. Don't you know? All right. So I've got that. Let me check the girls real fast and see if there's anything malignant that I'm seeing. You look like you have what they call dense breasts to me, where they're kind of yeah. lumpy. Have you been told that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Left left one looks good. A little bit of something, something on the right side. Like if I divided your left breast into quadrants, I'm looking at you from behind. So the lower right side of your left breast, I'm seeing a little cluster of cells. Got that encapsulated, removed. You know, we all have cancer cells. It's just a matter of our immune systems take care of them yeah they called right. it oh. go ahead something i maybe i'm not saying it correctly but that's what it, it was coming up they didn't see any masses but mm-hmm. it still makes you concerned when they call you and want to see you again so they you cut out mariana tell me again what they called oh. it Cal- calcifications cal like mm-hmm. something calcium wise but it's not caused by calcium. It's caused by, I'm not really sure what it's caused by, but yeah. they just saw like white spots on the left yeah. bra. Yeah. Yeah. But it's your no underwire matter. bra. Yeah. I really think it's your underwire bra. So, you know, get a sports bra oh, in the meantime eight. and wear that and, um, you know, and then, and then look online and see what kind of engineering feats you can find in lingerie that all work good let me check the right breast real fast while i get you on my radar you got it in the same spot on the right side this is it's the underwire bra oh very common i see it all the time so yeah underwire bras can cause problems nah no okay i'm not seeing anything i would i would follow through and and meet with them and see what they have to say but uh 
I'm not seeing anything that's given me cause for pause at all. Okay, so. great. Okay, I'm you didn't ex- March, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, great. You didn't expect to get a lingerie lecture this evening, did you? <laughs> oh, I did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but never know. Never know what you're going to hear on the Ask Julie Ryan show. That's what makes it so fun. Okay, well, look, looking forward to having you for a whole hour in March. Check that reschedule button if you want to get in sooner, because oftentimes people reschedule. So thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jill next. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Are you there? Oh, hi. Uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, this is Jill from, uh, from Windsor, Connecticut. Terrific. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I wasn't expecting to have you answer my call, so I'm very excited. Well, so terrific. I've been what's having a lot of I've been having a lot of issues with my digestion, and um, I just wondered if you could scan me and see what's going on, and um, I just what I could do to help myself. Yeah, absolutely. When you talk about digestion, Jill, are you talking about gas and bloating or reflux or all of the above, stomach ache? What's what's your symptom? Symptom what are your symptoms? Well it it, it yes, it's been it's been having loose stool, but then more recently I've been burping a lot, which I've never burped in my life. Mm-hmm. And um so I feel as if whatever was going on with my system it's gotten worse. But um I you know, I've the only thing that's helped so far is is a, a, a liquid um, probiotic, prebiotic that I've been taking, and that's helping. But I, I don't know if there's other things that I could be doing that would help it. Okay. You know. Okay. Have you been on antibiotics or steroids lately, in the past six months no. or so? No. no. I, I I had Lyme disease. I had Lyme disease probably about 20 years ago, and that totally wiped me out. So. I don't I think bet. I've taken antibiotics since that. Yeah, I bet. I'm going to check you over the break, and uh, when we come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to Thank take you. another quick break, and when we come back, we'll find out what's going on with Jill. Listen into the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll be right back. the break we were talking with Jill Jill I scanned you during the break and you've got yeast overgrowth so you have what's called leaky gut I'm sure you're familiar with that and if you had Lyme you were on probably lots of antibiotics for a while I've talked to some people who were treated for Lyme and they had they were on five antibiotics at one time I mean talk about decimating your gut so um how did you get your gut healthy last time? What did you do? Do you remember? Was there something, some it's, protocol yeah. that you used? I did. Yeah, I did something that was very hard for me. I gave up all sugar. Yeah. And yeah. and did that for three three months and and lost like thirty five pounds. So I, I guess I need to do that again. Yeah, yeast loves sugar, and <laughs> loves anything refined. 
And so I would do that. Stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Peel fruit. Fruit's going to have lots of yeast on the peel when you eat it. Freeze and reheat food if you have leftovers. Send me an email, julie at askjulieryan.com. I'll send you the link to the gut biome test. I would recommend that you do that because it's going to tell you what your superfoods are, what the foods are for you to avoid. And uh, eat this a little, eat this a lot. So let's do the Jill, the Jill diet. And then get a hold of some nice statin, that antifungal. It's a prescription. You can have your doctor call in a prescription for you. And that's an antifungal that kills yeast on contact. And it'll, it'll really help clear that up in no time. So I had a feeling you knew what to do. And so go back to what worked <laughs> for been, you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard because, I, 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 you know, I, I, they called it the caveman diet, what I was on the I last know. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stay, oh well. stay, I, you know, it's the if God made it, eat it diet. So you can do that. But it, but it makes right. sense for you to tech, test your gut biome because, you know, you may be eating foods that you think are healthy, and they are, but they're just not healthy for you. So anybody that's listening, if you want a link to the gut biome test, it's a little bit of a discount. Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. Email me. I'll send you the link, and you can get tested. So, Jill, I hope you feel better. Let's go to Jessica next. Let me get Jessica pulled up here. Hi, Jessica. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm terrific. Where are you located? I'm from Princeton, Iowa. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a quick question for me? Yeah, I was just wanting to know if you could do a quick scan on my thyroid. Yeah. I've had um, about 12 years I've had... Um, nodules and multiple biopsies, normal functioning thyroid, but I sometimes just feel like it's a little bit something more than that. So you're good at growing stuff. <laughs> you're good at growing nodules on your thyroid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I would say. You're good at growing stuff if you get those little nodule things on the thyroid and other body parts. All right. Here we go. Come my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Iowa. All right got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head i'm coming in from behind i'm looking at your thyroid all right this is what i watch this healing all the time and it removes nodules off the thyroid all the time imagine one of those cheese slicers jessica that has the handle and a wire and you can slice the cheese really thinly that's what this reminds me of and it's a hot wire and it slices those nodules off your thyroid and it cuts and cauterizes at the same time so that's what i'm watching happen on your thyroid i've got a spiral of energy spinning in your thyroid that's going to give it a tune-up to help it work better are you feeling okay are you feeling sluggy or or uh hyper or i mean do you, do you feel all right they're just finding nodules on your thyroid yeah it started after i had my um daughter I noticed it. Okay. There I had her. And How old is she? Just kept growing, getting bigger. She's 12. She's 12. All right. Well, have you had your hormones tested other than your thyroid? Have you had your sex hormones tested, your estrogen, testosterone, that kind of stuff? No. You may want to do that 
because hormones act as a symphony with other hormones. They they all work in conjunction, and if one or the other is out of whack, it can throw other hormones out of whack too. So the best way to find somebody that specializes, you want somebody that specializes in what's called bioidentical hormones. Have you ever heard of those, Jessica? No, no. All right, bioidentical hormones are the same molecular composition as what our bodies make when we're young and fertile and popping out babies. And sometimes those hormone levels get whacked after we have a baby, and it takes a little bit of time for the body to get back to a normal hormone level, and sometimes they need a little bit of help. Synthetic hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. The bioidentical is what you want to stay with because that's what our bodies make. And so the best way to find a doctor is to call a compounding pharmacy in your area. Do you know what that is? Compounding pharmacy. Have you ever heard that term before? Yeah. Yep. Okay. For those of you that are unfamiliar with that, it's a pharmacy that makes prescriptions for people instead of just pouring pills from a big bottle from Big Pharma into a small bottle that you pick up. It's it's somebody it's a formulary or a compounding pharmacy where kind of like in the olden days you go to the pharmacy Jessica and they'd mix up lotions and potions and things and tinctures, you know, for people. They're like an old fashioned pharmacy that are, are putting things together for individual clients and patients. So I would call them and say, Do you have anybody in our area that's prescribing bioidentical hormones? And they'll tell you who the doctors are. And then if you can find one that's a GYN, that would be great. Because I, I always think it's best to go to, G, go to a GYN for bioidenticals if you still have all your girly parts. If you've had a hysterectomy, it's not necessary. But if, if you still have all your girly parts, go see a GYN. Because they, they know female anatomy. So that's what you want to do. That's what I would check out. And, and hopefully that'll help. Okay. Thanks for calling. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. Very fun. Got a lot of callers on. Fun questions. It's always fun to see who's calling in and what their questions are and what spirit has to say. So happy Valentine's Day. Do something fun for those you love. Treat yourself and to something fun as well. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Mwah! Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'll see you here next week. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.